الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي بسم Respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home, we are still on the subject of Maidani Hashar, the platform of reckoning, the platform upon which every individual will be accounted for, for all the good and bad actions that he has committed. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala though every single individual here including the speaker we are all drenched in all types of sins major and minor but yet alhamdulillah we have great hope because we are a community that belong to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we worship that zat that lord that cherisher which has the attributes of being rahman and rahim the merciful one and the gracious one inshallah taala may allah subhanahu wa taala make that day easy for us everyone here mothers and sisters also listening at home and may allah subhanahu wa taala give us that opportunity that on the day of qiyamah we accompany Muhammad Mustafa Mustafa Sayyid al-Awwalin wal-Akhirin Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I just want to continue from where we left off in the last session I did explain to the brothers 10 specific animals which are mentioned also in the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reserved a place for those animals mentioned in the Quran, a place in Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is Malik, Malik Yawmiddin. And it is entirely up to Him. He is As-Samad, He is Baniyaz. He does not need no one, we all need Him. And Alhamdulillah, that very high status that position, that ranking is given to that creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the animals, for only one reason. For showing full cooperation, obediency, and for showing the full support to Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. And the barakat of that is that they will be granted a position in Jannah. One hadith two days ago, reading through Bukhari Sharif 
and perhaps that one hadith connects to the subject that I want to still continue and want to finish off inshallah ta'ala in this session is that not all the animals, the makhluk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have that very high position and are privileged in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi a hadith has been recorded one lady entered the hujra, the house, the room of Amma Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and she saw in the room فَإِذَا رُمْحُمْ مَنْسُوبٌ a stick, a long sharp javelin or a lance or a stick like a spear رُمْحٌ جس کو ہم اردو میں نیزہ کہتے and she saw that in the room of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and she inquired she knew the purpose of asking questions to Amma Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was that everything and anything that the companions did was always endorsed by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like today one of our staff alhamdulillah he said to me, Mali Saab, when I was in America performing Tarawih there, we had a lot of our Arab brothers, Alhamdulillah, and they would argue with me that in the Hadith there is no mentioning of 20 rakats of Tarawih. That is the decision that is taken by Hazrat Umar Farooq, radiallahu ta'ala. Here are the words of Umar Farooq, radiallahu ta'ala, and there is another Hadith. Why should we turn our faces away from the hadith? Allahu Akbar. Respected brothers, do you think that if there was a hadith of anything of the sort, Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala an would practice something that is contrary to the teachings of Huzur alayhi salam? Even for one second, one minute, think about it. Huzur alayhi salatu was salam and said whatever Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and speaks that becomes a revelation and it is revealed to me and that is why we follow Sayyidina Umar Farooq and the decision that he took was not a unilateral decision but Hazrat Umar Farooq was Amirul Mu'mineen Subhanallah Azim, the most honorable the greatest after Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala all the companions that were alive at that time sat majlis shura was there and in that majlis it was decided that the ummah is to perform 20 rakats of salat al-taravish and that is why alhamdulillah till today in masjid al-nabwi and haramain al-sharifain generally 20 rakats is practiced alhamdulillah till today so, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, men and women, had this habit of questioning the companions so that they could learn from the companions and learn from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that is the reason she says, why is that sharp stick, neza, rumhun there in your room, O mother of the believers? Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha said, and this hadith is recorded in Bukhari Sharif, she says, نَقْتُلُوا بِهِ الْأَوْزَاغِ Awzaag in the Arabic language is the plural of one animal. Shabir bhai, a reptile. What is it? A reptile. Animal is reptile. 
And that is the plural of wasgun, wasgun. And she says, with this neza, with this stick, we kill this animal, which in the Arabic word is known as the wasgun, wasg. We kill that. Now what is wasg? The ulama has said that wasgun means a lizard. In the hot countries, I remember when we were in Zambia, Africa, on the wall you'd have lizards, small lizards, this, on the wall. And the, and the young children would pick up a stone and hit it. In the hadith, there is reward for killing a lizard. In the hadith, there is a, a, a reward, sawab, for killing a lizard. Some of the scholars have also translated the lizard as a specific word, and that is the chameleon. 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 Jisko Urdu mein Girgit kehte. Or lizard ko Urdu mein Chipkali kehte. Yaliman Chipkali or Girgit. And the two are related. So lizard is a general term and specifically of an incident that took place. The ulama have used one word which is Girgit, which is the chameleon. So we have this habit, we have a stick. If there is a lizard, or a chameleon in the house, what we do is that if we have an opportunity, we would kill it. It's there to prevent the lizards from entering the homes. And Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, as an incredible lady that she was, she would explain everything. No questions remain in the mind. She would say that the reason why we kill the lizards is because of one hadith that we heard from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam that when Namrud kindled the mountain of fire for Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasallam all the animals were on a mission to rescue Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasallam so much so that some of the mufassirin have said that a large group, a community of frogs came with water stored in their mouth. And they came close to the fire because that fire was not for one day that Ibrahim wasalam, was in. It was there for months. Some of the ulama say it was more than a few months. Some say 40 days, some say 6 months, some say 4 months. The tafsir is there in its own place inshallah. So there was a, a group of frogs that were there, a community of frogs that came with this intention to extinguish the fire of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. That is why uh, in the hadith there is great praise for the frogs. Great praise. But it is not that frog that kisses, uh, that someone kisses, <laughs> kisses the frog and it becomes the princess. This is something to the effect. That is not the frog that we are talking about. The frog we are talking about is about the makhluk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the hadith it comes that the noise that comes out from the frog is the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why there was, I even said that earlier on, uh, a non-Muslim doctor came, a physician came to Medina Munawwara to treat Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in. He was a doctor. And he stayed in Medina Tul Munawwara and not a single Sahabi went to him. And there's a brother who met me today, he says that there is a, a herbalist on London Road, I'm not promoting him, I don't know his name. And he, and he said to me, he's got 35,000 patients. What was the name of the 35,000 patients. 
الله أكبر خير الله نوز الله نوز بيست إذا هذا الاسم must be very rich <laughs> generally 35,000 patients كيا كهنا بي خالد to six for one year that doctor was in Medina to Munawwara not a single person came the surgery would be there the doors were open Sahabai Kirama Jumain would glance and look at that person and just walk away and they came and there was this element of prejudice that he thought was in the companions and he came and he complained to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Oh Muhammad bin Abdullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for he did not believe in Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to be a Prophet He says why is it that the, the companions don't come to me? Is it because I'm a non-Muslim? Al Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said no that is not the case It is because that they make amal on my sunnah they only eat when they are hungry. They only eat when they are hungry. It is not a must for Vita Dix or cornflakes in the morning for them. It is not a must of you know delicious food in the afternoon for them. It is not a must for them, subhanallah, in the evening. And I don't want no one of anyone here in Leicester to point fingers at Masjid Umar as I am the Imam of this Masjid with Maulana Dawood Saab no one dare should say that on the big night the invitation that was given to the people that is Niyaz wala hawla wala quwwata come and say that to me come and say that to me come and say that to me what is Niyaz? do you know the definition of Niyaz? are you a Mufti? are you an Ali? Allah Akbar that is a general Dawat a general Dawat so where all the Muslims get together, Alhamdulillah, and we sit and we talk, and we, Subhanallah, even to make salam in the hadith, it comes even to smile at your Muslim brother is sawab. That is why on Eid day, I make it a point that we should not make noise in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but there is no harm in embracing each other for we are Muslims. That is why when we uh, say Allahu Akbar we are told to stand straight in the saf and shoulder to shoulder touch your shoulder there touching your shoulder so there is nothing wrong in saying Eid Mubarak or Salaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah or to embrace anyone that is muhabbat and that is love so sometimes it's a get together Alhamdulillah in this country we need something like that where all the Muslims can get together where all the women can get together where parda is Maintain. So, Huzur alayhi salam said the companions only eat when they are hungry. And they divide the stomach into three parts. One third for food, one third for water, and the other last part, third, is for air, for, for breathing. And that is why they are not ill, they are not sick. Subhanallah Allahu Akbar. The companions were fit people. And there was a physician, a doctor who would prescribe medication and what he would do is that he would also use frogs the flesh and the skin of the frog in his medication and Wasallam did not like that and he sent the companion to tell him that no this frog is the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it does the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is why it is not right for you to use that animal uh, 
in, in the form of medication. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives shifa to who he wills. Subhanallah al-Azim. And subhanallah, the frogs were there trying to extinguish the fire of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. All the animals were there. The birds were there even. But this chameleon came. And the, the translation done, it is also a lizard. The chameleon came and it was blowing into the fire of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam to make the fire even more outrageous. And that is why Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that it is the evil nature that is found inside the chameleon, inside the lizard. And it is jais for you to kill that animal. Like how it is jais for you to kill the snake. And it is jais for you to kill the scorpion. So when you're praying salat and you see a black snake in front of you, don't say, no, no, my khushu and khuzu comes first. <laughs> Let the snake come. No. That was bishri hafi. That was bishri hafi. When you have reached the status of bishri hafi, bishri hafi would walk barefooted. Not wearing Nike and all these latest trainers that are there for 70 pounds and 80 pounds, nothing barefooted. He was such a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that because of him walking on the streets of Baghdad barefooted, none of the animals would excrete on the path of Bishre Hafi to respect him. Even the animals would respect him. Allahu and one day this animal excreted on the path of Bishri Hafi and the owner of that animal looked at the Napaki and he said that today Bishri Hafi has passed away. And after inquiring it was true, Hazrat Bishri Hafi passed away and that is why excretion was there on the floor. Until you have acquired that position. But in the hadith it comes, if you see a scorpion you kill it, otherwise it will kill you. If you see a snake you kill it and even the lizard, it's 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 full of venom and poison and that is why in the Arabic word the, the name that is given to the lizard is Wazagha Yazigh Wazghan and Wazagha means the thing that urinates slowly, slowly, slowly the evil nature of the lizard is that it wants to urinate on the salt once it enters the, the homes, the houses if the salt is there in front of it what it does is that it does peshab in it, it urinates in the salt. And salt is an important ingredient in cooking food, yeah? very important. And if you consume that, or if any food has been cooked with that salt, straight away disorder of the skin starts, pigmentation of the skin starts, slowly, slowly that person Allahu Akbar suffers from leprosy and eventually dies because of that one lizard and that is why the hukum of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is that if you see the lizard you kill it and even the chameleon and that is why alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator and he has created everything and he knows what is right for insan and what is wrong, what is harmful and what is beneficial for insan. That is why we have a variety of uh, edible items in front of us, some are halal and some are haram. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is right for insan. That is why Allah has made something halal because it benefits the body and something that is haram. That is in the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So many, many 
animals, hasharatul arz, insects, uh, are also mentioned in the Quran. In the first sipara, ba'udha is mentioned. Ba'udha is a mosquito. And what is a mosquito? A mosquito is not an alcoholic, but a bloodaholic. What is it? A bloodaholic. It's not an alcoholic, it's a bloodaholic. It loves sucking the blood, and especially sweet blood when you come from England and you go to India. <laughs> I remember when we went to India, the locals, they would sleep outside and we would take medication and also the nets would be there, but even with the net, one mosquito would enter and in the morning you see you got all red marks and you fear malaria would come and I said to uh, one of the local uh, brothers there and he says no if a mosquito bites us the mosquito dies Amare mama wo keh rahe the ki agar mosquito machhar hame yahan kaat le to hame to maut nahi aati machhar mar jata this is how toxic our blood is but you people come from England, you eat hapshi halwa, you eat all sorts of things, mashallah. And then you come from England and you sensitive, fragile people, you know. And subhanAllah, when you go to England, even the mosquitoes are there waiting for you. So the mosquito is there. And mosquitoes are bloodaholic, not an alcoholic. In the time of Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala, information was given to Hazrat Umar Farooq that there is one Muslim there who is selling alcohol and he has stored many bottles in his house and you know there is no messing around with Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Umar Farooq found out that there is a person there who is selling alcohol Hazrat Umar Farooq came opened the door and alcohol was found in the house Hazrat Umar Farooq burnt his house burnt his house and and told him, he says, what is your name? He says, my name is uh, Ruwayshad. From the word Rashid, Ruwayshad. Ruwayshad means the one who guides other people, right? <laughs> so Hazrat Umar Farooq says, how can you be Ruwayshad? You are Fuwaysak. You are Fuwaysak. So Hazrat Umar Farooq changed the name from Ruwayshad to Fuwaysak. And that is why it, it was the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that sometimes there was some, a, a lady came, her name was Asiya with An, and Uzu says, you're not Asiya, you're Barra. And Asiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would change the name in the masjid, in the majlis. And that is why Hazrat Umar Farooq would say, what is your name? What is your name? He says, Ruwaysad, you are not Ruwaysad, you are Fuwaysad, the one who openly commits sins, major and minor sins. You are a Fuwaysad, you are a Fasiq. And he was punished by Hazrat Umar Farooq. So the mosquitoes have this habit that what they do is that they, they suck the blood. And that is mentioned in the Quran. And they are so harith, they love the blood so much, so much, that there is no restraint. Sometimes excessive blood is taken in that they, the stomach splits open and they die. And they don't even realize that. That is the makhluk, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the Quran, Another animal is mentioned, many. One is Ankabut, the spider. The spider, which has six eyes and eight legs. Powerful spider. And Rasulullah was in the cave, the story of the eggs and the spider's web. And that is why the Hukamah said that if you have silver, 
if you have silver and it has lost its shine what you should do is get spider's web and polish it and rub it it will get its original shine back yeah uh, ladies go to Melton Road and say, uh, polish my gold. <laughs> uh, get spiders with it. That is why uh, in another hadith, uh, you guys, brothers have time, don't you, inshallah. In the hadith of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, uh, he says that I heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that make sure you don't have uh, the web of the spider in your homes. If there is, make sure you clear it out. Why? Because spider's web could bring fakr, poverty into your house. So that is why it's important that you clean your house. Spider's web is not there. But yet, the spider's web is unique also. The hukama, the, the Islamic physicians have been using that. If blood, example in a wound, blood was flowing and there is no stop, there is nothing there that can stop the, the blood from flowing or the blood does not, there is no clot the hukama, the physicians would use the spider's web and straight away that would stop the bleeding straight away Allahu Akbar and if I am not making a mistake even bulletproof wests are made out of spider's web am I right Shabirman? is it silk? no spider's web is imitated from? Spiders. I'm sure, hundred percent, I have read that. There is a lot of Allahu Akbar khubi in the spider's web. So ankabut is also mentioned in the the Quran, and we also have an namal. An namal is the ant, and the ant, Allahu Akbar, the intellect that Allah has given the ant is every child, human child that is born, it only knows one mother tongue, one. But the ant has the power to communicate in three to four languages. It speaks three to four languages. That is the ant. And there are many types of ants. Some are even carnivore. They can kill a human being. That is the kudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why every makhluk is mentioned in the Quran in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hazrat Musa alayhi salam a thought came to his mind he said that how would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provide sustenance for his makhluk and Hazrat Musa would always carry a stick asa Hazrat would have an asa straight away Allah revealed to Musa alayhi salam or Musa strike on the rock that is in front of you with your asa the Musa salam straight away hit with his asa on the rock and the rock split open the rock split open Mu'ajizah of Musa salam and Musa salam saw right in the middle of the rock there was a small insect with a green leaf in its mouth Musa salam straight away understood there is no entry for anything in the rock. There is no exit for anything from the rock. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is feeding one insect in the middle of the rock. That Musa alayhi salatu wasalam had to break open with his asa to see that little insect. And he had a green leaf in the mouth. And that insect is looking at Musa alayhi salam. And Musa alayhi salam is looking at that green insect. Allahu Akbar. 
and that insect is saying to Musa alayhi salam, Ya Musa, Subhana man yarani. Subhanallah, Subhana man yarani. Purity is for my Lord who is watching me. Insect saying that to Musa alayhi salam. Subhana man yarani wa ya'rifu makani. Purity is for my Lord who knows my place of dwelling. وَيَسْمَعُ كَلَامِي And who hears me when I speak out and call to him. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. وَيَذْكُرُنِي And who remembers me. وَلَا يَنْسَانِي And never forgets me. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. And Musa alayhi salam heard that Allahu Akbar. He only praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is Allah Rabbul Alameen, respected brother. And Dawood alayhi salatu wa salam was praying what? Tawrat? Was he praying Tawrat? No, he was praying Zabur because Tawrat was revealed after him. So he was reading Zabur and Subhanallah, even the eyes of Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam are very powerful. Very powerful. That is why Huzur alayhi salatu was salam could see the stars at daytime. All the stars that were there. With the naked eye. As Dawud alayhi salam saw a small red insect coming out from the ground. And he didn't utter anything on the tongue, just in the heart. That why must have Allah created this little insect? Saying that, that small insect looked at Dawood alayhi salam and spoke in fluent language to Dawood alayhi salam, Ya Dawood, from the day Allah has created me, I have never missed out in making his tasbih during the daytime. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar. This is my tasbih and I have been doing it from day one. Daytime, one thousand times I chant out this tasbih. And in the night, I send durood to the last prophet who will come after Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. I read durood one thousand times. This is the makhluk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is hasharatul ard. Allahu Akbar kabira, my respected brothers. Subhanallah al-Azim. That is why it is not something that is uh, beyond our imagination that how will animals enter Jannat? Was it not the Kabash that was brought down by Jibreel Amin when Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam had a knife in his hand and was about to uh, cut the throat of his son Ismail alayhi salatu was salam sacrificing for the sake of Allah and that Kabash came down the sheep came down where did that sheep come from? from America? where did that sheep come from? kahan se aaya? jannat se wo sheep aaya tha hajar aswad kahan se aaya? jannat se aaya subhanallah maqam Ibrahim the stone that stone where does it come from? jannat Subhanallah, the connection of Zamzam is with Jannat. Subhanallah al-Azim, Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. And the Kabash that was brought down, and Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was told that this is to substitute your son Ismail alayhi salatu was salam. That is why we do Qurbani all the time. And let us not forget, Subhanallah, Al-Buraq, Al-Buraq. The means of transport for Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam upon which he mounted on during his journey of Mi'raj. Today we get excited when we see a 100,000 pound nigari. Someone said to me that person bought a car worth 200,000 pounds. 
and there are cars today worth more than a house and people pay for that yes. people pay everything is in it everything a beautiful car what about al buraq what do you think the price of al buraq must be made in jannat that buraq that jibreel amin brought down for huzur alayhi salatu was salam and the speed of it what are formula 1 cars compared to al buraq Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. And Al-Buraq, we have a shop named Al-Buraq on East Park Road, if I'm not forgetting. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Al-Buraq is the means of transport for the people who will enter Jannah, inshaAllah ta'ala. And is it not in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for those people who are shaheed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are martyrs, in the hadith it comes that beautiful, beautiful green birds, and birds not tropical birds not birds of uh, south america or africa or parrots and the beautiful makhluk that is there birds subhanallah of jannat allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will lock the soul of the shuhada in the body of the green birds with uh, and there are lanterns hanging on the arsh of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the birds fly from the lantern of the arsh and Allah commands the birds that without any restriction fly freely with the angels in every part of Jannat make sure you give maximum pleasure to the ruh of that shaheed who sacrificed his life for my sake show him Jannat everywhere Allahu Akbar and the green birds are there also in Jannat that is in the hadith and the mother of hazrat harisa radiyallahu ta'ala anha she came to huzur alayhi salam a mother comes there is this natural love mothers have for their children ya rasulullah my son was killed in the battle of badr as in he was made shaheed and she was not certain and she says o oh, prophet of allah my son was killed in a way that uh, an arrow was fired at him by an unidentified person O Prophet of Allah, tell me if he is in Jannat, I will be patient and I am happy. Otherwise, I will bitterly cry for my entire life. Beta shaheed ho gaya. Kisne shaheed kiya wo malum nahi, lekin badar ke mauke par shahadat nasibu. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, O mother of Harisa, I am looking at your son wandering in the highest level of Jannat, which is Jannatul Firdaus. Allahu Akbar. And that is why in the hadith it comes that the, the, the mitti, the sand that covers the feet of a mujahid, the fire of Jahannam will not touch that body. The fazilat is for that. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah al-Azim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, my respected brothers. These are uh, the fazail and these are the animals mentioned. In the Quran, in the Hadith of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, on one occasion, was describing to the companions how beautiful Jannatul Firdaus is. How beautiful! Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, "This is Jannatul Firdaus. You will get this. You will get so many hoods. You will get this food. You, this is the palace for you. This is for you. This is for you." And one companion stood up and he says, "Ya Rasulullah, Jannatul Firdaus is beautiful." But I love horses. 
pile of horses. And today, and in that time, the Arabs would use horse for the right purpose, and that is for, for to use it in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But today, the Arabs are busy in Dubai. They are busy in Dubai. The horses are there, and on the horses are sitting kuffar jockeys, enjoying the money, and the Arab horses are there in Dubai. And the gambling is going on. Today the Arabs are gambling, mashallah. Kya kehna bhai? All the names of the horses, one is Al-Nur, and one is Al-Khur, and one is Al-Burak, and one is that, and betting 10 to 1, 20 to 1, 10 to 1, and kuffar jockeys are riding on it and enjoying the money of the Muslims. Whilst the companion, Huzur alayhi salam says, anything that horse and that camel is used in the path of Allah, if it urinates, it is sawab for that person, Allahu Akbar. If, if, if napaki comes out, if it excretes, even that will be weighed on the day of Qiyamah and sawab will be given to that person. That today they are all in Dubai. Go, go in Dubai and enjoy life. Go to Dubai. Jao. Enjoy, enjoy Dubai. Six o'clock, there are Russian prostitutes out on the road. Go, go to Dubai. Cheap holiday. Where are the Muslims from the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah save us. And the companions had love for the horses and the, and the camels for one reason. And they would, and one companion stood up and he says, Ya Rasulullah, inni uhibbul khayl. I love horses. Will there be horses in Jannat? Subhanallah, Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam looked at him, smiled at him, says, Wallahi inna fil Jannati laqailan wa ibilan hafafatan. Wallahi lazim. He said, that in Jannat you will find beautiful horses and camels hafafatan, speed of extraordinary limits. No speed cameras in Jannat, Subhanallah. No restriction of speed, no traffic lights in Jannat, no 30 miles of, no 30 miles hour sign, no trouble, Allahu Akbar, no sleeping policemen that have corrupted high fields and have, Allahu Akbar, damaged our wheels and all sorts. Jannat is accident-free zone. Enjoy. Even if you fall down like, oh, bungee jumping, and even if you, fall down from your horse or your camel and that horse and that uh, is not the horse that we picture my respected brother is not that horse one of one brother a good friend he came to me Ma, come and sit in my car I sat in his car I said to him it's like sitting in a boat <laughs> the shape of it the interior of it it's like sitting in a boat so big you can sleep in that car Allah I said if this is dunya what about Jannat? What about Jannat? And the words khayl and ibil and uh, horses and camels are just used for, for understanding because the ayats and the revelation was revealed in the time of the Arabs. So they understood camels and horses. And today we have technology around us. How will that be? No restrictions, no accidents at all in Jannat. No accidents. And it is said that when the means of transport is that when he will be sitting on a horse, Allahu Akbar, he, when he is sitting, the body will brush from the, from the leaves of Jannah, touching it, and fragrance will touch the clothes of that Jannah. Allahu A little sacrifice, my brothers, a little sacrifice. Inshallah, Allah will give us Jannah. Allah will give us. Iman or Yaqeen 
ہمارے حضرات جماعت کے ساتھی بولتے رہتے اور یقین
and sunnah غير مؤقتة and also the nawafid. Allah subhanahu wa taala give us the tawfiq. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين. اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم السلام لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إن كنا من الظالمين اللهم إن رسولك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة ولا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إن كنا من الظالمين سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله لذين اللهم إن نسألك مجيبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والسلامة من كل اسم والغنيمة من كل بر والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والنجاة من النار اللهم إنا نسلك العفة والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين